May 10th. Our reading today in the New Testament takes place in the book of John, chapter 6, verses 22 through 42. Now, life is a key theme throughout John's gospel. He uses the word nearly 50 times, as we shall see as we continue reading here in the book of John. Jesus is the life, the light of life, and the bread of life, and he gives the water of life. Jesus laid down his life so that we might have life, and that more abundantly, and eternally too, I might add. With that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. May 10th. John chapter 6, verses 22 through 42. The next morning, back across the lake, crowds began gathering on the shore, waiting to see Jesus. For they knew that he and his disciples had come over together, and that the disciples had gone off in their boat, leaving him behind. Several boats from Tiberias landed near the place where the Lord had blessed the bread and the people had eaten. When the crowd saw that Jesus wasn't there, nor his disciples, they got into the boats and went across to Capernaum to look for him. When they arrived and found him, they asked, Teacher, how did you get here? Jesus replied, The truth is, you want to be with me because I fed you, not because you saw the miraculous sign. But you shouldn't be so concerned about perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that I, the Son of Man, can give you. For God the Father has sent me for that very purpose. They replied, What does God want us to do? Jesus told them, This is what God wants you to do. Believe in the one he has sent. They replied, You must show us a miraculous sign. If you want us to believe in you, what will you do for us? After all, our ancestors ate manna while they journeyed through the wilderness, as the scriptures say. Moses gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said, I assure you, Moses didn't give them bread from heaven. My father did. And now he offers you the true bread from heaven. The true bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, give us that bread every day of our lives. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. No one who comes to me will ever be hungry again. Those who believe in me will never thirst. But you haven't believed in me, even though you have seen me. However, those the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do what I want. And this is the will of God, that I should not lose even one of all those he has given me, but that I should raise them to eternal life at the last day. For it is my Father's will that all who see His Son and believe in Him should have eternal life, that I should raise them at the last day. Then the people began to murmur in disagreement, because He had said, I am the bread from heaven. They said, This is Jesus, the son of Joseph. We know His father and mother. How can He say, I came down from heaven? I'm Josh Jenkins, age 30, from Carroll, Ohio. I'm in the refuge, second phase. Uh, I came here broken. Um, I grew up in church. I, I saw the hypocritical side of everything, the uh, politics in church. 
it drove me away. I went through a lot of emotional, physical, and mental abuse growing up. Um, I was provided for, though. I had everything I needed. Um, I played a lot of sports. My grandparents passed away, and uh, that's when I went downhill. And I threw my arm out. I sought out drugs. I sought out women. I sought out partying. Um, after high school, it just got a lot worse. Um, I've used every drug you can think of. Um, I've OD'd eight times. Um, I actually OD'd about a week before I came in here. I was supposed to come in on a Monday. I OD'd down the street. Um, and then, <laughs> praise God, I was able to come back um, that very next Monday and get in here. I was, uh, I was completely broke when I got here. I lost everything. Um, everything I've ever loved. My family was done. Um, my mother of my child was done. Um, my child wasn't even in my life at that moment, really. Um, by the grace of God, that is all being restored already. Um, we are restoring our relationship. Uh, me and my, the child, or my uh, child's mother. Um, my son still loves me, praise God. He's uh, two and a half. Um, I, was, I still am a selfish individual. Um, but God is really working with me with that. Uh, he's working on my reliance on him, my faith. Um, this has probably been the hardest time of my life being here. Um, the most rewarding. Um, this, this, this definitely takes courage. It's not for the weak. Uh, it, uh, it's opened my eyes to a lot of things. A lot of my character flaws that I never really saw and some I did I just didn't know how to work through them um but ever since I've kind of tried to stop working through them on my own and actually giving them over to God and and trusting the individuals that are discipling me here and and the other brothers around me that you know this unity this brotherhood it's it's transforming me completely um I grew up with a lot of biblical knowledge I I've read the bible several times I I can quote some scripture and do that little thing but that doesn't really mean anything when your character is still defected. Um, so, you know, I just have to shout out to everybody, everybody going through anything right now that, that's tough. You know, it, it's going to be hard. Uh, pain is growth. Um, if you're not in pain, you're probably not growing. Um, so be thankful for that pain. And uh, pray to God just to reveal to you what he's, what he's trying to show you and what he's trying to teach you through that pain. And take it in and, and don't just try and shrug the pain off, but, but embrace it and work through it. And, and, you know, just keep your head up. Praise God. Hi, my name is Frankie. Uh, I'm 63 years old and I'm from Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, I came to the refuge about three months ago and I was in search of uh, finding more hope in God. Um, my past uh, life has brought me to this spot. I just want to touch briefly on it a little bit. Um, had problems with alcohol most of my life. Uh, drank socially for a long time. Uh, finally got to the point where I was able to retire in life. And I kind of sit down and kind of bored and nothing to do. And I just started drinking. And I drank. I got to the point where I was drinking in the day, all day and all night. And I just really couldn't stop. And I uh, knew that I had a problem. And I'd had this problem earlier in life and was able to uh, stay clean for a, uh, a long period of time. And I had some tr uh, very tragic things happen in my life and got me right back to where I was. And I was 
uh, had drank pretty heavily for about six months and just knew that I had to do something or I was going to die. And um, a good friend of my family's recommended the refuge to me, well, to my brother, and who my brother recommended it to me. And uh, I'm so very glad that I was made that decision to come to the refuge. Um, I'm still struggling myself, but with the help that I am getting here at the refuge, I know that I am healing inside. It's going to be a slow process, but I know it is going to work for me. And uh, I just want to give my advice to the younger gentlemen that are here. Uh, you still have so much life left. Uh, let the refuge do everything it can for you. Uh, you have such a wonderful life ahead of you as being strong men, strong husbands, uh, fathers, just strong Christian individuals. And I know that you can get that help by being here at the refuge. And I just hope that anything of, that I can do that can encourage any of you, I would be very glad to do that. Thank you very much. Psalm 106, verses 32 through 48. At Mirabah, too, they, the Israelites, angered the Lord, causing Moses serious trouble. They made Moses angry, and he spoke foolishly. Israel failed to destroy the nations in the land as the Lord had told them to. Instead, they mingled among the pagans and adopted their evil customs. They worshipped their idols, and this led to their downfall. They even sacrificed their sons and their daughters to the demons. They shed innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters. By sacrificing them to the idols of Canaan, they polluted the land with murder. They defiled themselves by their evil deeds, and their love of idols was adultery in the Lord's sight. That is why the Lord's anger burned against His people, and He abhorred His own special possession. He handed them over to pagan nations and those who hated them ruled over them. Their enemies crushed them and brought them under their cruel power. Again and again he delivered them, but they continued to rebel against him, and they were finally destroyed by their sin. Even so he pitied them in their distress and listened to their cries. He remembered his covenant with them and relented because of his unfailing love. He even caused their captors to treat them with kindness. O oh Lord, our God, save us. Gather us back from among the nations, so we can thank your holy name and rejoice and praise you. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Let all the people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Proverbs chapter 14, verses 34 and 35. Godliness exalts a nation but sin is a disgrace to any people. A king rejoices in servants who know what they are doing. He is angry with those who cause trouble.